Grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord. Amen. Text for our meditation this evening, the epistle reading from Galatians chapter 3, especially verse 18. For if the inheritance comes by the law, it no longer comes by promise. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, have you ever received an inheritance? Oh, it doesn't have to be something really big, like lots of money or lots of land. Have you ever received anything? If you have, you know how it works. Somebody had to have you in their will. And then somebody had to die. It's really pretty simple. Those two things have to happen. You have to be in the will and there has to be a death. Once that will has been written, once that will has been enacted, oh, it can be contested, all right, but it takes almost an act of God to change what is written down in that will. It is a legal document. It can't be changed. Otherwise, imagine all of the nonsense that would go on after someone's died. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, he, he told me on his deathbed he wanted all of his dead animals in his office to go to me. Now, that may make his wife happy or sad, but you can't do that. You can't change the rules. What's written is written. So, have you ever received an inheritance? It's really kind of fun when it happens, isn't it? We had a situation in our family 40 years ago where a bachelor great-uncle died without a will. It went to the judge. And the judge said, well, everything that he has should be divided between his brothers and sisters. That's the law. That would have been my grandfather who died about two years after I was born. So his share went to his kids, of which there were eight. One of them, my dad who died when I was eight. So his share went to his kids, me and my two brothers and sister. Yeah, we got an inheritance from Uncle Johnny. Played the accordion. About all I remember. Only met him a handful of times in my life. So, we got a couple of thousand dollars, one 128th of what he was worth, and we named our middle son John after him. It's fun to think back. And then about three weeks ago, it was almost like deja vu. I'm sitting in a boat fishing, 
and my wife calls. Hey, the neighbors just brought over a FedEx package that had been delivered to the wrong house. What is it? I don't know. Where's it from? Salt Lake City. What's in it? I'm not going to open it. Okay, I'll take care of it when I get home. In the next 45 minutes, I got four phone calls from relatives who got the exact same package. Some obscure relative had died two years ago, and there was an unclaimed estate. All I had to do was fill out all the paperwork and send it in, and they would take care of everything. So what do you think? Is it legit? The outfit out of Salt Lake City doesn't have a very high rating with the Better Business Bureau. What do you think? Is it really an inheritance? Is it legit? What do you think? 70 more or more letters went out. What do you think? Well, you want to know what I think? I still haven't opened the letter. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Inheritances can be fun, but they can also be very tempting. Tempting people to try to manipulate or twist the system to get something that isn't really theirs. That's what happened in our, our gospel reading. The question that prompted Jesus to tell the story of the Good Samaritan, the parable. The lawyer, guess what lawyers do? They work with the law. They look for loopholes. They know all the little details. What must I do to inherit eternal life? Now think about that question. It's a bad question. It's the wrong question. What do you do to inherit something? Fill out paperwork from a perhaps shady company in Salt Lake City? That would be something to do. Make out a check so that the lawyers involved will continue to work on my behalf. What do you do? You don't have to do anything. You have to be. You have to be in the family. You have to be in the will. Throughout the book of Galatians, this topic is back and forth again and again. It's really a simple question. How do I know for sure that I'm going to heaven? Have you ever thought about that? Maybe you've thought that there's no way to like be sure and that you are supposed to live your life in doubt and worry and fear. God doesn't think so. He wants you to be sure, to be rid of doubt and worry and fear. Well, how can you be sure that your sins are forgiven? 
How can you be sure that you have eternal life? How can you be sure that your sins are forgiven? How can you be sure that you're going to get an inheritance? Not an earthly inheritance. Not money or property or baseball cards. But the most important inheritance of all. Eternal life earned by the bloody death and glorious resurrection of Jesus. Are you sure? Can you be sure? God's word says yes, you can be sure. Because God made a promise. God made a promise to Abraham. And through Abraham made a promise to you. That promise is a will, a covenant, a testament. It cannot be broken. That promise is that through the seed, S-E-E-D, offspring of Abraham, all sin for all people for all time would be paid for. God told Abraham this way, through you and your offspring, all nations on earth would be blessed. God made that promise to Abraham and through Abraham to you. You are in the will. God has named you to receive an inheritance. An inheritance that comes through the offspring who is Jesus Christ. Do you think it's legit? Do you think it's a scam? How can you be sure? Maybe it's some kind of divine bait and switch, right? My friends, people throughout all time have heard the promise of God have had that promise of God proclaimed into their ears, and yet they doubted the promise. They thought it was too good to be true. They wanted to make sure that the promise was real, so they thought that they would make the promise better. How would they make the promise better? By following the works of the law, by their obedience. Yeah, yeah, I know I'm in the will, but I, I really, really, really want to stay in the will. So, so I'll try really hard and be good and follow all the rules and do. My friends, God's word teaches us that we are either saved by the promise of God or we are saved by the works of the law. And if we are saved by the works of the law, then the promise is meaningless. So, what do you think? Are you named in God's will? 
is God's inheritance, which is forgiveness, life, and salvation, no strings attached, is it for you? Or not? My friends, the Scriptures imprisoned everything under sin. Because we sin. Because we sin daily. Because we sin much. We are tempted by Satan, the world, and our flesh to doubt the Word of God, to doubt the promises of God, to doubt that forgiveness is free and full, to think that somehow I need to add something to God's Word and work and promise, that I need to put some sort of a amendment or codicil on the law, on the will, to make really, really, really sure that I'm in it. My friends, God cannot lie. He made a promise to Abraham. He kept that promise to Abraham. The fulfillment is Jesus. Jesus, who has lived a perfect life, fulfilling the law for you. It is done. Jesus took all of your sin to Calvary's cross. He paid for all of your sin, even your doubts and your works righteousness. It's gone. It is finished. How do you know that Jesus paid enough, that Jesus did enough to pay for the sins of the world, which means to pay for your sins? On Easter Sunday, God raised him from the dead, never to die again. That promise, earned and fulfilled by Jesus Christ, was poured out to you in the waters of holy baptism, wrapping you with the robe of righteousness, giving you the family seal. That promise is confirmed every time you hear the words of forgiveness, every time you feast on Christ's body and blood for you. My friends, it's just this simple. Forgiveness is full and free, earned totally by the work of Jesus Christ for you. And now, knowing that we are in the will, knowing that our inheritance is real and not fake, knowing that our sins are forgiven, now we are so full of joy, we want to love our neighbor as ourselves. We want to be like the Good Samaritan. We want to hear God's Word and keep it. Not so that God will love us, or keep us in the will, but because God has loved us and we are in the will. Hear those words once again. For if the inheritance comes by the law, it no longer comes by promise, but God gave it to Abraham by a promise for you. Thanks be to God. Amen. Now may the peace of God
which far surpasses all understanding. Keep our hearts and minds and lives in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.